Welcome back to our podcast. This is a podcast about surviving lockdown. It's a discussion with myself, Paul Byron, Mark Harvey and Liam Laws. So I hope you enjoy it. So this is another podcast and uh, it's we're basically going to talk about how we got through lockdown, how any of us actually survived lockdown. So uh, we all had our, our turmoils. What did you uh, do to survive lockdown? Well, um, <laughs> when it first started, I mean, we'll go back to February 2020. Um, the first person to ring me was Liam on, I think it was a Tuesday. I'm just guessing here. Yeah, I think it was. Yep. It was a Tuesday. Uh, it, well, um, it was a Tuesday because I remember thinking, we've only got a few days till the end of the week. And Liam's ringing me going, I don't think I can cover the rent this week. And I'm like, really? I've never had anyone ringing me to tell me that. It, and and I knew this was coming, like there was trouble, but I didn't expect it to hit us so quickly. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, don't panic, Liam, we'll be all right. It's not anything to worry about. It's just a flu, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but when, when he said he couldn't cover the rent that week, yeah, what you meant just for that week, you wasn't earning enough money to cover the rent because you must have had... The, the, the uh, work dropped off so dramatically over yeah. a couple of days. Like Paul said, I can't exactly remember which day it was, but all of a sudden it was like, right, I'm going to struggle this week. Like what I'm going to earn maybe will just cover the rent, but yeah. no profit. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I could see that this weren't going to be a good situation. So that's why I rung Paul up just to sort of say, what do we do? Yeah. Um, what, I think because I was the first driver that had rung Paul up. I don't know. I, I assume you hadn't been out working that day or something and, um, and I hadn't really realised how bad it was. Yeah, I, I I was expecting everyone to start ringing me um, because, and I said, Liam, like, let's just wait and see what happens. And lo and behold, the next day it was an avalanche. Like everyone was ringing me one by one. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I didn't really know what to do because I'm fairly at that point. I was still fairly new to the business of of a fleet owner, um, and I was sort of looking around, thinking, what am I going to do? Started talking to a few friends that are mushers who own their cabs. They were like, oh, you know, so-and-so's dropping his rent and so-and-so might be dropping his rent. And I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, we've got to do something, you yeah. know. Um, but my first port of call was the next level up. You know, I had to start ringing the finance companies oh, and saying, what are you going to do? You know, because, and they were like, well, we don't know. This is, and then this word's banded around, in it? This word unprecedented. Mm. Everyone's talking about unprecedented. And I'm thinking, you know. How quick did this happen though, Paul? This was... One or two days of, of, of marginal decline or literally fell yeah, off a cliff? It just fell off a cliff. It was like, you know, all of a sudden there's all these, you know, um, virus viruses come in, or virus warnings come in, and then the government are saying um, we might need to, you know, it was a rumour, wasn't it? Lockdown's mm. coming. All you could hear was lockdown's coming. My mate has told me this and my mate has told me that. And it's just, just a big worry. And, and then all of a sudden, it works. We're being told to stay indoors. And that means that there's no transport. That means yeah. that people ain't getting on the tube. If they ain't getting on the tube, they ain't going to get in cabs. Um, and that's when it went boom. And we're thinking, we've got to do something. And I heard another fleet had dropped their rent. So I was looking at them because they're a big fleet, yeah. thinking I've got to do the same thing. you know. Um, and I wanted to anyway, because I, I was getting signs from the finance companies that they were going to do some kind of payment break because all our cabs were on finance, had no option. So that's when it all started. Yeah, I, I think the the week when it drops off was the week when Boris had 
we weren't in lockdown, but Boris had said, don't go to pubs and theatres. That's right. He advised yeah. everyone not to go out in the restaurants, whatever. And so people listened to him and didn't. So we were still going out working because we weren't in lockdown, yeah. but people weren't coming out. And I think I was like, I think it was a Wednesday I rang because as I remember it, it was a Monday and Tuesday. I'd done okay, like normal days, but other people were moaning about there being no work. And I just thought it was them really. I thought, yeah. what's going on? You know, I'm, I'm doing all right. And then on the Wednesday, yeah, it was a, it was a strange time. Was yeah. I remember all the theatres gave away free theatre tickets. Right. They, the shows didn't actually take place. They were just, they knew there was nothing happening. And I got tickets for Wicked, Matilda, and one other. Was it was Grease on at that time? There were free shows we got free tickets for. Right. We didn't manage to get to see any of it except Matilda. And we was about the only people in the audience. People mm. were already starting to not come. Mm. But yeah, when you, when you hear of a, another cab driver having a bad day, you always hear of another cab driver having a good day. So you don't really think... No, yeah, no. yeah, and then yeah. you you see someone complain on social media like they're having a bad day, and then someone will go, "Well, I'm all right," and you think, "Oh, it's just that the continuation of that. It's just a just that kind of thing happening." But and it was an extremely sudden, bad day, Paul. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a really bad. That was the baddest day of Cabby's life, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, you know, yeah. stay indoors, stay yeah. indoors. Did you, you know? find it hard, Mark? Yes and no. I, I did. <clears throat> I remember talking to Paul before it all kind of kicked off and, and me and Paul were both saying I'll be all right it's only a flu it's only flu it's this it's that positive mindset it'll be all right and then yeah and then it's what Liam said when Boris said don't come in and then what instantly happened I do days and then what instantly happened was the night drivers who had no work because there was no theatre or pubs all came on days so they saturated the market with cabs for no work but I I went out, so instead of staying in the centre, because you naturally get drawn into the centre, yeah. I went out to, you know, Fulham, Chelsea, Notting Hill, just doing little little five-pound jobs. Yeah. But you do 10 of them. I've got to admit, though, Fulham, Chelsea, Notting Hill doesn't sound out to me. I thought no, you were going to say yeah, Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, out of the centre. And I did, oh, you know, not great, but I did yeah. okay. Uh I remember going to the toilet. This was in lockdown. I remember stopping at Euston and going to the toilet about eight o'clock in the morning. And there was a million cabs there. And I went for a wee into the, into the station and there was nobody, literally nobody in the station. Mm. And I come out and I thought, well, I ain't staying here. And uh, and I'm sure we'll get on it later. But the apps, if you go, if you went out to Notting Hill or, or Wimbledon, <laughs> you uh, the apps tended to ping. Yeah. Oh, okay, the further away from the centre you get, the apps became more... the people more, more who were working viable. still uh, were using cabs to come back in and the companies, some of the big companies, were paying for their staff to use black cabs mm. to keep them off the tube and encouraging them to come to work. So you got a lot of work like that. So the apps were helping? Oh, without a doubt. Mm. They, they, they paid people to, uh, to keep working, really. If it weren't for the apps, I will say that. And, it which, might which, and which apps are we talking about? Free well, now? Well, yeah, free now, get... Yep. you know taxi app they all gave work to to, to cab drivers in lockdown mm. it's as simple as that i mean a lot of cab drivers don't like working the apps and you know there's million reasons why they do and they don't um but during that time they people they 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 fed people simple yeah. as that you know um and there was this thing where they were doing deals for nhs staff you know and that was good for us um but did you tap for that or did did that come about on its own <laughs> Uh, what you mean the, the 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 NHS staff picking them up was that something that you put yourself forward to go and get or it was something that came to you? Oh, so no, off. the apps were doing um, 
special deals for NHS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't found anywhere in London. That's mostly. right. That was right. Right. That was right. And uh, at, when it first came out, drivers were happy to do it because at the at the start of all this COVID, everyone was terrified of what might happen. And yeah. you know, the NHS were working very hard to 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 help. Yeah. So we wanted to help them. I mean, I remember having a sign up in the back of my cab if you were NHS jobs for free do you know what i mean i'm right at the start i remember doing that and it went down really well when it was good pr for us yeah um and that's one of the reasons i got the nhs contract that we'll talk about because uh, okay mark and liam were the two guys that were at the forefront of that for us um which really helped us get through you know yeah um, and yeah it was uh it was it was it was crazy yeah crazy no, that, that, that got a bit abused in it by some nhs staff it did i, I remember i was talking to a driver he picked because yep. it was 10 pound jobs wherever you went and he picked this woman up in uh T tottenham somewhere took her to clapham basically she was just an i don't want to say just but an office worker she wasn't frontline nhs yeah she worked in an office going to visit her boyfriend during lockdown getting a 10 pound journey across town and she wasn't supposed to be out I took, no. a geezer, <laughs> no. I took a geezer from shepherd's bush to one cabot square on the nhs thing yeah. and i said to him what's this then mate what, what hospital is this credit swiss isn't it yeah and he's suited and booted and he went he's uh, uh i said i need to see your nhs I, it was like 50 60 quid on the meter and he was getting it for a tenner and he clearly wasn't an nhs worker yeah. so i asked him for his id and he couldn't show it so i rung get up and Got the full put fair. Yeah. So yeah, how, I mean, would, how are they getting the? How, how do I pretend? I'm just going to say to get know. that I'm an NHS yeah, worker, yeah. or maybe I've got. I do have someone in my family who's an NHS worker. So was. you're going to sort of try and flannel it that way, yeah, aren't you? That's what it was. And if you was going to the hospital, you didn't. You know, I picked a girl up Shameful, who was it? a. She was a childminder for NHS nurses. So the nurses were working at it was Westmoreland Heart Hospital. All the nurses that worked there were kids would put their kids in this nursery and this lady would look after them. And she'd ordered a, uh, a ordered on the app and I said, you're doing this for £10? She went, no, I'm not really an NHS worker. I said, well, yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. And I, I just put it through for £10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because yeah, she, she, she felt guilty. From... Yeah, it, it's obviously going to get abused. But at the start, it was a, it was good for us and it was good for yeah. them, you know, but it, it ended up getting abused and so it was taken away and a lot of drivers ended up oh. refusing to do it. It got taken away because of abuse. Well, I think so. A bit, a bit of that, of and a bit of a bit of drivers just refusing it in the end because they'd heard these stories and stuff like that. But at the start, it was a nice thing for us to do. It helped with the PR for the yeah. cab trade. It helped people getting on the apps to use the apps to get to you know get it like Mark said, get out from Wimbledon and places like that yeah. to get into work. And companies were using us for without that ten pound, Paul. What was you earning? Exactly. So you were doing it was fifty pound a day tops. You know, right? So. Uh, like the big banks, so your Goldman's, your Bloomberg's, Barclays, and all that, they they wanted their staff still to come in. So they were paying for black cabs for their staff. I mean, I picked a girl up in Bethnal Green. She's never been in a black cab before in her life, 24. And I was like, what? And she said, no, we, we, I do this and I do that. And I got her there. It was like 6 o'clock in the morning. I got her there for about 20 quid. She goes, that's cheap. Mm. I said, well, this is what it is. She's yeah. like, oh. And so that worked in our favour, and I think we're reaping the benefits now because people like her still use black cabs because it's not as expensive as they thought. You said last time about meter kind of being okay. scared of what it could be, and mm. it's not. And I'm not – in her head, it's an old guy 
flat cap, 70 years old, moaning about everything, and I'm not really that kind of, well, I ain't 70, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, she quite liked it, you know, electric cab, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I wasn't what, she, what her perception of a cab driver was. Yeah. And I think that helps. I think there's a lot of things that have helped us. I think the apps have helped us greatly in the sense of compar- comparability of prices. You can yep. see a comparison of price instantly. Yep. And every time I've used it, it's been cheaper on the black cab. So they've got their... I don't know how they're pricing themselves. Their price goes up and down, as is what it is, and it's going to be that. No, I had a woman who, like, we're free now where they have all the different uh, different choices, don't they? Yeah. And I had a woman who said, I've always used minicabs, and then I looked at you on here and realised there was a couple of three quid in it, and now all I ever do is... Yep. Black cabs. If it is dearer, it's only a couple of quid. They're yeah. seeing it. So having that visual comparison yeah. is a massive And when it, when it first came out, I remember us talking about it, Everyone kind of got the ump with the fact that they'd, they've got two both uh, both platforms on the same app, and everyone's going ah. Oh. But it has, you know, some someone's going to go oh, mini cabs cheaper. I'm going that way. But mm-hmm. other people are going to go oh, hang on, it's only a fiver or a three quid. I'm, I'm going to have a black cab or surges in, and then you're cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, sources for courses, isn't it? Really. Yeah, and and you know, there's a few of us that were discussing this. I remember when it first happened, and there was a lot of controversy with them being on the same platform. But some people were saying, um, like you said, the vision of, of having it on in the same place is going to give us more work. And they were saying it as well. Free now was saying, you're going to get more work. And people were like, no way. You know, no way is that going to be like that. Um, but I think it has resulted in us getting more but work. But Paul, the, the thing is, these, these companies I'm, know I'm about their marketing. I'm shocked to say it. I'm shocked to say it. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. You know, and people watching this will go, you saying that really? But I am saying that really. It has... It has mm-hmm. given us more work. Well, I, I don't that. see. I don't see what they could have done. I don't see the. I absolutely do not understand the fuss of uh, moaning about them being on the same platform at all. If they're on two different platforms, it makes no difference. Being in yeah. the one place, it's not a secret, I, is it? I, I, a, I, think, I think the biggest argument is that it's minicabs work in the same way as a taxi. Yes, it's, it's being immediately available for hire rather but than by, being by separating the way the app works doesn't stop the fact of what you just said. So working like a taxi or the perception of working like a taxi isn't going to change because they will be there working on apps exactly the same way as you're working on apps. So you haven't changed anything. No. You've just separated yourself from it. And We're not saying we agree with the way they work. What we're saying is the way they currently work, and we, we haven't been able to stop it even though we've been in court, is that it's there. Whether yeah. you like it or not, it's not a secret. You can go on these different apps and do the same thing and order that product on an app but the fact that they've got it on the same app is it's kind of helping us yep. um, because people can see that they can actually press the same button for a taxi yes. but and Mark just hit on something yeah. we are not the same product we're not when you are buying something that's a £5 extra and you think I oh, will pay the £5 extra because yeah. that is not the same product correct I'm going with a taxi driver and it's so it's I, where we are it's not where we want to be mm-hmm. but it's where we are we but don't I'm want here. them to be taking our be, we don't want them to be applying for hire on an app. We we, we we so don't want that. And we've tried so hard to take mm-hmm. him to court and we've done all the 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 demos and the court cases and I sincerely hope we do get somewhere with these things. Mm-hmm. But it's not happened yet. Too high up though, isn't it? It's something not you know, we even yeah, I mean exactly. it is what it is. It is you, what it you've is. You've got two choices. You carry on campaigning, yeah, but at the same time, you, you you've kind of got to embrace it at the same time because if you mm-hmm. 
the world's changed, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. you show me a job now that's the same as it was ten years ago. There ain't yeah. many, no, right? It, it, for whatever, right? Com- I used to deliver to offices. The computers were bigger than this room. Yes, now they're the size of your phone. Correct. And we used to deliver paper. Who has paper now? Yeah. So Correct. everything changes. And I said it last time. The the problem is that the, the drivers that don't use the app don't realise how many people use the app. Yeah. And how people love it. You know, you mm. go slightly out of centre. Yeah. Not in ill. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants an app. I don't understand why you wouldn't be trying to catch as much of your market as you could possibly get. The net, why yeah. are you not on an app? So any driver that's not on an app, for, for what is it? What is their determination to avoid being on well, the app? Well, a couple of guys I've spoken to, not many, is they are stealing our work and sending it back to us. Well, that's the credit card argument taking their percentage and another firm taking their percentage. But um, and the few times that I've took the cab out from yourself and I was on the app as well using free now, I absolutely got more jobs in places I would not have got jobs. So there was no stealing. There was a job that I wouldn't have got. It would be I would be up near Stoke Newington yeah. driving back. I probably wouldn't pick up till I got to Liverpool Street again. And then all of a sudden you've someone gaps. in the gap. Yeah, you just had to dive. Was that, like I said a minute ago, I got a job from, I can't remember where it was, Hampstead up to Lordship Lane in Tottenham. Dropped off. 30 seconds later, I've got someone in the cab and going back to the Strand. Yes, that would never happen. That wouldn't happen. No. And you could think, right, so I don't know what it was, 30 quid. You could think, right, well, that, that's a 30 quid job and I'm only getting 26 of it. Mm-hmm. But that's 26 quid you wouldn't have had. Yeah. It's bringing more of the public into a black cab. Um, I think what we've got to uns- what we've got to work out is how we do it and what apps we support and, and and things like that. I mean, we have got a black cab app, haven't yes. we? We've got Taxi app that's black cab only. So much controversy over that app, you know. And I hope that that can be sorted out because I had a, I picked up a taxi app job today, funnily enough, um, American tourists, and they found it on Google, and they didn't want to be. On an, they didn't want to get their taxi off an app that's shared with private hire because they hated Uber. Americans that hated Uber, right? Because Uber isn't great where they come from and they wanted yeah. to just get a traditional black cab. So there is there is that market as well, yeah. you know. Um, and they were so happy with that. They were really happy that they'd found the cab on a black cab app, which they searched in Google, found, and was able to use, you know. Yeah. So we do need, I still feel we do need a dedicated black taxi app. I don't think that free now is the be all end all of, of, of apps for I us. Used to pick I up, really don't. I used to pick up the CEO of what was Halo. Yeah. And, and I remember him saying to me, the problem you've got with Taxi App is you have to invest so much money in the technology side of it because yep. it changes like that and you've got to be able to throw X amount of thousand pound at it straight away. Yep. It um, needs investment. Absolutely. And and Halo or free now could and get could. I mean, get getting back to lockdown, get with naughty because they doubled their price straight away, didn't they? 10% or 15% of 20. Yep. And it's not gone back down. No. Nope. And they wanted money off drivers to join. £1,000, wasn't it? It two, went to 2000 didn't it? Did it? Yeah. 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 During, I mean, sorry. During I... lockdown, get had obviously contract work. What contract work? Corporate yeah, work? Well, because they got a lot of the old radio taxi accounts, yes. didn't they? LUL. They had the LUL, didn't they? Yeah. Still have. Yeah. yeah. BBC and stuff like that, wasn't it? Yeah, and so they were having drivers over, really. And they were a £1,000 subscription yeah, up to Yeah, they 2, wanted that up front from drivers, and, and then they put their price up New to drivers, 20%. If you New wanted drivers. to join, because yeah. it, because drivers knew that's where the work was, people wanted to join, get, yeah. so they wanted two grand off you. <laughs> I mean, I, Would I, you get that back? No. 
You wouldn't have got it back. No, no, no. But no, isn't no. there, isn't one of them got, didn't we pay a load of money and it's in like a pot and if you leave, you get that pot back? I think that's get. That was get originally. They charged, they took money out of your subs every week yeah. and built up a pot and then, you know. When um, you give up cab driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2060, yeah. you'll get yeah, 50 Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, going back to the, the, the taxi app argument, what you were saying about investment, um, it was a cooperative, you know, and I feel that if we would have got enough drivers to come in on that, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I think, but we didn't. Oh, oh, we never were going to, unfortunately. The problem with taxi app, in my experience, was you paid your money. Yeah, you didn't get a job, so you you pulled it because yeah. you weren't getting a job. Yeah. yeah, and so it was it was like a vicious circle. It was a vicious circle, and it was it was a patience thing. Drivers yeah. weren't patient enough. No. Whereas with Halo, Free Now, Get, they invested so much money in, and they gave so many offers to customers to get them to use it. They were getting work straight away, mm -hmm. and they're going into the big hits. Yeah. They're going into. Goldman's, Correct. Bloomberg's, BBC, Correct. London Underground, and, yes. they, and they're hitting them. Whereas hitting Taxi App are going to the local bakers. Basically, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that. You, you, it's an unfair market, isn't it? It's an unfair market. Some massive, massive yes. companies. And, and, and the thing is, you, you, you've got no patience from the drivers. They're not getting the work. They're, they're saying they're not getting work off it, so why should they pay their subs? And it was going round and round and round and round and round. And that went off six years. Yeah. And... You know, it's heartbreaking that they ha they couldn't carry it on and they had to get investment, but at least someone come along and wanted to invest in it. And that's that's good. That's what's happening now. That's what's happening now. Someone's invested is, in it. This is foreseeable, Paul. It's foreseeable. The, the foreseeable part for me was the fact that to for what you're trying to create, that cooperative, there should have been no fees. I need you to take jobs. So you've got to build up that market share and to do that, I don't need any money from you or anything. So someone is going to have to work for free. Um, I think the fees is the downfall. And it, if it was free, all the cabbies might have signed on anyway. And then how it would it become free if it's no, a cooperative? Not, yeah, no, it doesn't have to be free forever. No. You don't have to pay your fees at the moment. So let's say I take a 1% charge, mm -hmm. a 2% charge, so mm -hmm. that I get something that is running the running costs. Mm. And you've got to, the money you need is the running costs alone. That's it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the running costs would have been, but I imagine in the early days it wasn't very much. But how did they get started? They had, they needed money to get started. No one was investing in it apart from the drivers. The same as yourself. You, you, how did you get started in this? You didn't um, get given anything for free. No. You decided to invest your own time, money and energy on yeah. the gamble that the future will pay dividends. Yeah, but RideApp is different. RideApp is huge expense. I mean, you can start a fleet with one cab. You can't yeah. start a RideApp with one driver. <laughs> It's no, you can't start with one driver, but you could, um, it's free. I haven't got one driver. The yeah. app is on the thing and I'm, I'm telling all my cab drivers it's free. Yeah, Get I on think it. it's the case, the more drivers download the app, the more it costs you to run. Correct. Something like that. It's, it's not, how is that? I don't understand how it would work. It, it shouldn't make a, any difference technically for me. To, to, to run an app, you need, you need money. You need to, it's technology. Technology costs money. The bigger it gets, the more it costs to, to run. Um, and you've got to get drivers, you've got to get work, you know, you've got to pay them a percentage when they get the job. It, it's, there's loads of, there's loads mm. to go in for it. And yeah. it was working as a, as a, as a cooperative when it was small, Yeah. but you need, you need to get more work to cover more drivers because the bigger you get, more drivers want work. And they're, if they're not getting the work, they're not going to keep paying their subs. And it's just like we're saying, it's just going and, round and, and round and round and round. Because they would 
pinging for a cab, but because there's only five drivers in the area, exactly. they weren't getting a cab. And it was going out to every driver on the app, the job. So you, you could be sitting on the strand and you, you'd be in, I don't know, King's Cross, and it would send you that job, and you wouldn't want to run that far for it. I mean, people complain about running five minutes. Yeah. You know, 15 minutes, you're not going to run for a job 50. Oh, this app's rubbish, turns it off. You know, yep. so you've got, that's why well, you've got to keep investing. Game. It's yeah. a really difficult game because you've got to keep investing. So to find an investor to come in with the drivers was their next option. Yeah. And that's, I think, the way that they're going to keep going. Yeah. Or they're going to not be able to keep going. So I think it's a positive step. Yeah. We have also gone off on a tangent from our lockdown. Yeah. Yes, stories. because... Going back to the app and lockdown, what I basically was doing, I think you was doing, I was plotting up somewhere. So, for example, Notting Hill. Yes. And I was just sitting there. Rather than drive around. I mean, yeah, I did yeah, yeah. I, I did circumnavigate the, the town. But I used to plot up in Notting Hill at half, half six in the morning and just wait. Specific Almost, street or just? No. No. Uh, and it was like fishing. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then it would go off. But you, oh, you're plotted up waiting for the app. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yes, because there's no point driving round and round and round because yeah. there's, there's, there's no people. There's no one out. So yeah. you go no where people. there's a bit of, bit of dough. Notting Hill. St John's Wood, etc. I just primrose it. I just part there. My end. Yeah. No. Bang. <laughs> Mine was Hampstead. Hampstead. Yeah. Because you kept saying to me Hampstead Cabrera. Yeah, yeah. I, I never. Hampstead's always got people that want to go into town, yeah. so I was always. Um, it's all. It was. And it was literally fishing, sitting yeah. there waiting for the. App, and you probably had another team drivers around the corner. Doing the same. All doing the same. It was like fastest fingers. Yeah. First. My oh, mate. Really? My mate lives in in Notting Hill. Um, what's the square off the, off the top of Labrick Grove where the hospital is? St. Charles Square. St. Charles. A friend of mine lives there and he was just sitting at home waiting for a job. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, he sat at home waiting for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Out. Charles Square, yeah, and he would just jump in his cab as soon as the job came. Yeah. And, and I, um, I'm the opposite. I'm not an app user. So right. I was plotting up outside supermarkets and hospitals, things like that. And that's where I was getting my work from. So you're um, still getting some, but why are you not an app user? Um, I was an app user a few years back. And I was just getting fed up. At the time, I was on, uh, what was it at the time, before free now? My taxi. My taxi. My taxi, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they never used to tell you where the destination was. And the amount of times I'd run for a job, like I'd I'd, I'd pull off ranks and run for a job, and it would be like a £4.80 job and stuff. And you think, what a mistake that is, plus you're giving up your 15% or whatever. And I I just got fed up with those sort of jobs. and So I thought, I'm going to stop using the app and see how I'll get on without using the app. And my earnings did not change whatsoever. Mm. The same amount of money in the same amount of time. So I thought, that's it, I'm not going to bother. And so I just never went back on the apps yeah. until we started coming out of lockdown in about the sort of September time when more drivers were coming back to work. And then I found it harder to get work then. So mm. then I went back onto, onto free now and I yeah. did start using it, but I'm off it again now. So right. I don't use apps anymore. But yeah, so I was supermarkets driving around. Harley Street, because um, there's Harley still Street, people going, Street. Yeah, just going round in a circle. Um, and because and uh, at the very beginning, there was hardly any taxis out. You could be on Oxford Street. You'd be the only cab on Oxford Street. Yeah. There's a couple of boots down Oxford Street. So there's people going, picking up prescriptions and stuff. So you'd normally get a job. If you drive up and down Oxford Street, you get a job or Tottenham Court yeah. Road. So that, that's what I was doing. Um, but that was every other cab driver was. I mean, the queues at Sainsbury's, the one on King's Road, Marks's on King's Road, and Waitrose. There was 15, 20 cabs there causing yeah, chaos. But, but those early days, the first couple of weeks, there was no because no, everyone yeah. thought it was only the last three weeks. Mm. So I'd go to like John Lewis back door, and it'd be me and maybe one other cab there. Yeah. The Waitrose was still open. How long did it go on for now? 
because it just <gasps> those those first see it's hard to no because for those first few weeks that's how it was and then paul got the nhs contract so then i stopped working in town and started doing the nhs work and that's what i started doing from then on so it, i can't then? really re yeah, yeah that, and that really helped because when I, when i was working i was like mark said before it's like 50 pound and I think, right, yeah, that's me money. <laughs> I'll go home now. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, it's only because my wife's got a job that we could afford to pay the bills. With it saved us all. It saved me. It wasn't it saved just the, but it weren't just the NHS. It was the fact that you dropped the rent. That saved us initially. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that the took rent the pressure down. off. Yeah. Dropped the rent completely or dropped it to a lower well, For about a week you dropped it. I had no, two weeks off. It's for more than that. Yeah, it's for a little while. It was I'll free. have you know, it was four weeks free rent. Oh, I didn't get that. I went to work. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you can't please them all. No, I believe it. No, I think I was paying. I'm going to have to go back and, and get the proof, and I. <laughs> no, I believe you. But I didn't have four weeks off. No, no it weren't four weeks off. I gave you the cabs for f four weeks for I free. That might have been the four weeks I worked twenty four seven. But uh, no, it got that, to a point. It got to a point where, well, I wasn't getting the answers quick enough from the from the finance company, but I knew they were going to do something. Yeah, I knew they were going to give us a payment break, so it got so bad, and I got so many really worried cab drivers. I just said to myself, and I said to my wife, and I said to my business partner, "I'm going to give them the cabs." And they were like, "What?" I said, "I'm going to give them the cabs so they get what they can for their families." Yeah. It's as simple as that. And I did it, and I'm glad I did it because ev everyone was so relieved, and and I was as relieved as they was yeah. because the pressure just came off me like that, bang. You know, I was because I didn't. I just didn't want people to be under stress. You know, it felt like my whole family was stressed. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and when I say family, I mean drivers and my family. But if, if they had gave you the cabs back, you couldn't have coped with all the cabs coming back. So, absolutely. What yeah, would you yeah. have done with all the cabs coming back? I'm not going to work. <laughs> so here's the cab. Yeah. Park and I had that as well. our rights to do, really. Of course. We? And this is what I was saying to people, like, because some people were giving their cabs back and they were like, I'm really, really sorry. I was like, listen. It's why you rent a cab. You rent a cab because yeah. you don't want the stress of it when you don't need exactly. it. Exactly. So that's why you rent a cab. Don't worry about me. I'm in this business because I am I'm open to the risk of this business. Mm. Um because even when you're working, I'm open to risk because you could total that cab and put my premium up, mm. which happens. Um so risk is what I do. Yeah. So do not worry. You so know, to your, just your advantage back. is to let them have the cab anyway and say because yeah. What you can you just keep the cab there the because cab there. there's nothing I can do with it. Nothing and I can do with it. I think it bought I think it bought loyalty from all your drivers. I've said this before. Not all. No, Some. but I think the majority of them like I said to you before, if I'm renting a cab, I'm renting from Paul. Mm -hmm. If I go and buy a cab, then that's obviously different. But yeah. it, I'm not gonna go primarily half because he's very good at what he does. But primarily because nice what about. what he did in lockdown, it took a massive weight off our shoulders. Because all of a sudden you're going in instead of because one of the things with lockdown was at nine o'clock on a Monday morning you was like minus five hundred pound, yeah. Because you had your rent mm. or your or your bill and you had your fuel, so you never realised that before because you went and you did your five or six days and you got what you got and it cut, it cut if you did your hours you got what you yeah. needed and a bit more and then all of a sudden you're thinking. Hang on a minute. Mm. Am I going to get this? Yeah. He knocked it down to whatever, and little help from Boris. But basically, you was you was going in for thirty pound a day, and, and my mindset was: if I earn thirty five, 
I'm all right. You know, five pound a day profit. In isolation now, you think, what? <laughs> but I... I but, you got you out of the but house. It, but it was the mindset. Because, <laughs> yeah. and I used to say to everyone, well, I could be at home with three screaming kids in a one-bedroom flat. I'm not. I'm driving around London. All right, I'm only earning a fiver. Yeah. But that was that paid for my takeaway on a Saturday night, which... That's all you could spend for anyway. Yeah, you, so, li you live in a one-bedroom flat with three kids? Yeah, I do. That's why I kept getting out. <laughs> but um, it, it, it was, it, I just went in for that. And if I went home five pound, like, honestly, if I went home yeah. one pound up, I was in profit and that was a su success. If you went in for 200 pound, you, you weren't getting it. And then if you went in for that and you didn't get it, you was then going home with the ump because you didn't get it. You was never going to get it. Yeah. No. Your expectations had to change. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even when... All the finance companies said you don't have to pay this month. We still had expenses. We still had to insure the cabs. Yeah. You know, so we do, you know, it was, it was, and this is when the NHS contract came in, I was able to pay the other bills. So we sort of robbed Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, it was a godsend really. Um, and the drivers that did it were brilliant. Um, and we actually helped COVID. We, we were delivering oxygen meters out to patients. Yeah. Um, which which stopped them having to come into the hospital because they were checking their oxygen level. They were doing a video what, call. The oxygen meter, not a little finger one. Yeah, we were delivering finger. them with a with a. Um, well, I was doing that part. You guys were doing something. They, these guys were um, paramedics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were they, sort of. They were they were um, chauffeuring the doctors around the emergency COVID doctors. Um, but I was doing the oxygen meters where you'd have to deliver it in a in a surgical glove, so you didn't touch it. Uh, which was a bit complicated, but we learned as a system and we devised a system which other NHS trusts copied. Um, so there was a time when I turned up and I had to wait there until they called the ambulance because the guy had so much low oxygen, he had to go in by ambulance. And mm. there was loads of issues like that. And I remember you ringing me for, for the initial <laughs> contract and yeah. saying, and bearing in mind, everyone was absolutely sort of crapping themselves because it was all the unknown, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you saying, right, here's the deal. You're going to be taking doctors around, uh, and they're, they're going to be potentially going to. A, and I remember Zoe going, "Oh my god, no, but you can't do that." You, you know, and, and we was all really worried about it. Yeah. And we had like the the piping on the top, the the little rag in your cash hole, masks. They yeah. they got the, the PCP, and it, it it was quite scary because no one really knew what was going on. Did Did any of you get COVID? I did, but long no. time after. So not from the the, no. the risk no. that you took of going no. in? I remember offering it to one other driver and he was like, you want me to risk my life so that I can pay your cab rent? I was like, um, ooh, interesting. I didn't say anything. I was like, listen, if you don't want to work, that's fine. I said, but I'm giving you an opportunity to earn some money. I said, it's for the company. It's for you. It's not. I'm not asking you to risk your life. But I could see how he took it like that. No, I can't. I mean, basically, I I'm renting the cab, and I can. I if I think I'm in danger, here's your cab, cab back. back. Yeah, that's what I said to him. I stay at home. But that's the kind of that's like looking at the apps and saying, right, I could have earned ten quid, but I've only earned eight quid. But I can understand his way of thinking, yeah, and I, I, I was trying to. I reasoned with him, and I was like, okay, I understand. You know, I, I beat your hand off. I think. Uh, yeah, you did. You you <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Liam did as well. So I had no hands. You know. no, we did. Well, none of us knew the degree of risk we was taking. Once you saw that Chinese doctor who complained about there's something weird going on, and then it turns out he died. Mm. 
And then you start thinking, wow, he was a young, fit doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this thing? So we're all scared. And I think we've all changed a little bit now. It's, it's still a little bit of a lottery ticket, whether you die or not. But most of us are not in exactly the category of... I think if you've got problems, you've got problems. If you've got health problems, then you could you could have problems. But in that April and May that we were doing it, it, it was all unknown. Yeah. And I think I said this before. I remember having a doctor in, and it was Harrow how I rode or whatever and he got out the cab fully fully Hazmac. and everyone ran across the road it was like it was funny <laughs> like it, they just everyone just hit himself and scattered and he just walked up the road and he but they were the doctors were so matter of fact yeah and if you think about it right they we had that yellow bag and yeah. I, I had one doctor we put it all in the yellow bag tied it oh you just threw it in the bin yeah, <laughs> and it's like, hang on a minute, and you're supposed to sort of <laughs> supposed to burn it, weren't they? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There was loads of stuff like that, and, and, and the ho hospital was empty, wasn't it? We'd go in and get a cup of coffee. There was there was nobody in the hospital, but we'd be sitting in the taxi outside the hospital waiting to do a job, and a few of the doctors or nurses had come out, and they'd all be just stood in a circle chatting to each other without masks on, and that made you sort of think, you know, maybe. I mean, obviously it was dangerous, but I don't know. It sort of made me relax about the whole thing a little bit when I saw yeah. their attitude to it. I remember having a bit of a meltdown because I was going in and out of the hospital, um, washing my hands, and they showed me how to wash my hands properly, like up your arms, and, it, and I did all that. And I remember talking to one of the doctors when I see the daily figures for the deaths. I was, I had a little bit, I was like, oh my God, have you seen this? It was over a thousand that day. She was like, listen, don't worry about the death count. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know how many people are actually dying of COVID in hospitals. So that every death in the hospital is attributed to COVID. So please don't stress about it. You're on our front line and you don't need to worry about it. And, that, and when she said that, I thought, that's weird. Like, why are they, why is it, you know, why are they putting these death tolls out like this then? And I've noticed now they don't put this death count in anymore. Okay. You don't see it anywhere, do you? No. So it's out there, but I don't. It's out there somewhere. It's not I mean, on the news. But it's not out there. You don't. There used to be a Twitter part thing yeah. of where they mm. done the death count, and it's just you know, I just think you know, when you look back, you think, you know, did they do all this stuff right? But I mean, I from know. a work point of view, for, for for both of us, it was a godsend because it was guaranteed money. It weren't loads, but it was a lot more than we would have earned in town. Yeah, mm. and a couple of times we did like a split shift. And you would relieve me about two o'clock and I might go into town and there was nothing. I did it for about three times and in the end I just I just went home. Yeah. It was Edgeware, I live in Harlow, so I just thought I'm going home and you did the same, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I used to try and do a little bit in town first, but nine out of ten times it wasn't yeah. really worth it for what we was getting up at a hospital. So when did this change and start to make a little bit of a rise? In what sense? In the sense that, that you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. You could see that this was now think, coming to an end. I think when the shop started opening in the July, mm -hmm. that was a big thing. A lot it's of drivers the second came. year or the first year? No, the first, first year. year. A lot of drivers started coming back then. Yeah, and I mean, and it kind of worked, it corresponded because for sort of April, May and probably June, it was just all NHS and, and everything was shut. Yeah. So there was nothing else going on. in as... They opened something up. the The hours got a little bit less. You would say, right, instead of doing ten hours, you're only doing eight hours. That's combined. Mm. So then you had to go in and do a little bit more. And like, yeah, as the shop opened up, there was a bit more. Work. Yeah. And as the shops opened up, the offices opened up. 
I think it worked really well, didn't it? So I was just like, it was kind of adjusting. It was to like how busy yeah. it was out there, and yeah, it was. Yeah, and it did it was get to, it did get to a point actually towards the end where doing the NHS thing cost us money. Sort of yeah, losing money oh, right. out there because you could have earned more in town. So yeah. yeah, there was. It sort of it did it all, and it made you lazy as well because you basically sat in a car park all day waiting for a doctor to come out. And you're being paid while you're sitting. We was being paid, right? Yeah, we it was, was an hourly. A, hourly. We was on a retainer, so. You, First week, you was, you was like looking for the doctor. And then after about two weeks, you had your feet up and you was watching a film. And if a doctor come out, he's like, oh, you're having a laugh, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut that bit out. <laughs> but it was, Mark it, the paramedic. But you, you, got, you got lazy. And then, and then when, when, it started, when you had to start going back into town and grafting again, it, but it did, it all kind of correspond, it all worked. Didn't yeah. It? I would yeah. say it was weird as well. When, when things did start getting busier in town, um, I started getting a little bit anxious. You know, I'd never felt that before. And then all of a sudden, you're going in town, there's people, there's traffic, and it was weird how it affected you that way. What, anxious because there was too many people or yeah. anxious because you was going to catch it? No, too many people. Just people and traffic. It was all like, you can yeah. understand when people from getting the middle around of Wales... Getting around London. Yeah, people from the middle of Wales come and visit London. They go, oh, I don't like it, too many people. That's all Get, getting on. around London again, like, because you, oh, there the was LT, no... The LTNs came in as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Or well, Regent Street. <laughs> Yeah. Where they widened Regent Street, they took so many liberties over COVID with the traffic, like with schemes that they had all all of a sudden had money to burn and give to the councils to change traffic schemes. I mean, I could go on a long rant here, but the one that really upsets me is Bishopsgate. Yeah, that's that right. is the biggest liberty that I've ever seen undertaken with London, in my opinion. That's the one that really yeah, it's hurts. ridiculous. That one. Well, That's the one that really hurts. So, and I, I've said, I, I say it in the cab. The city in general, I love the city because of what it is, right? Yeah. With, with the, the history and the, you know, but you you pick a guy up who wants who wants to go, say for example, Bishopsgate, mm -hmm. and he's an American and he's got fifty million pounds in his back pocket to invest. But you can't get him to where he wants to go, and you are you are you saying right? I can get you there, but we got to go. 20 minutes out of our way or I'll drop you here and you just do a left there and a right there and then the next day he goes to Paris and they roll out the red carpet where's he going to put his money? It, it, it makes sense what you're saying. Do you know um, what I mean? And, and look I, when I'm doing the knowledge I'm always thinking there's always going to be road closures. Yeah. There's always going to be one way systems there's always going to be traffic changes etc 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 but to close off Bishopsgate which is the main thoroughfare and gate Up into... Because they're called gates for a reason, yeah. right? They're gates into the city of London. That's unacceptable. Yeah, That's totally unacceptable. It's, it's the A10. It's an A road. It's the A road. Yeah, it's an A road <laughs> that goes from from London Bridge to King's Lynn. And, uh, and they're and closing it to taxis. And right? what, what it then does is clogs up the other arteries around it. Therefore, in my, I, would, I would argue there's more pollution because the traffic's not moving. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I picked a guy up who rang TfL and said, I've got an American, basically what I said. Mm. said he said he's, he's staying at the Mayfair, his wife's going to go shopping, why he has a meeting, a uh, potential investor, and then he's going to go back to the Mayfair with his wife and go for dinner. All income for London. Yet he can't get to where we want him to go. And she said to him, uh, as he thought about cycling, <laughs> and he went, he's, a, he's a 70 year old American from Texas no he hasn't and she was you know 
you laugh and we all thought, what? But she was serious. So that's what you're up against. It is a strange thing. You need an infrastructure of transport. And bicycles, wonderful. Everybody could ride bicycles. We could all be like Holland. That would be great. But then the situation is, and I, they're heading that way, all private cars need to be removed from the particular areas and just completely removed. And all deliveries need to be done in the early hours. and done not, out of hours, not they? Yeah. Um, just need some more organisation. I'm always bemused, still, that you see a queue of people driving into the centre of town every morning in a car that must be going to work somewhere. Oh, no. So they're either crossing town or they're working in town and are going to try to have some sort of parking scheme. They've got a parking scheme in the, in the um, uh, cent, cent, City of London, the Barbican. My brother-in-law has an electric car, which his work has given him a special uh, deal with so that he drives to work because it's electric and they've got cheaper charging and parking in in the Barbican. Yeah. But they've cl- <laughs> it, it doesn't stack up, does it? No, it doesn't because stack up. of what you're saying. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah, and that you're yeah. narrowing all the roads down to one lane. Yeah. There, everything there is a two-lane road. Where are they now? I don't know. Well, I would argue that anyone who works in who drives in London has to or the majority have to. You would not drive into London unless you had to because mm. it's hard work, isn't it? I I I don't agree. I know what you're saying. But I don't think they have to. I think they just don't want to go on the train. Maybe. Yeah, I, there's a lot of people that really struggle with going on the underground. Yeah. Well, really just yeah. don't want to. And especially now, anything. after the last couple of years. And that's why they use what we call surface, trans- surface yeah. transport. There is a surface transport. And there's this, this, this argument that whether we're part of that system or not. You know, um, UTAG won that case originally on, on Bishopsgate and the judge said that we are public transport and we are hailed like a bus yeah and that was one of the reasons why they overturned the decision to give to to, to make bishopsgate a bus gate right mm. and then it got overturned yeah but how i don't i don't really understand i don't you know well, we're public and this transport is, when they want us to be top public well this is what i'm saying you know so who it, denied us access who is who is gaining TfL. by not allowing us so our own governing body yes. is the one that's denying us our own Correct. access it's scandalous. It's scandalous, and I just don't. I don't see why. So, if we can't get that to be overturned, what chance have we got? Like, we just need to be better. We just need to just try and be better, move on, and and I don't know. You know, it's and I think we are being shocking. better. The electric cab and things like that. That's yeah. why more people are using us. Definitely. Well, I remember saying to um, a councillor who was running a scheme in Hackney that um, you know everyone was against and there was a protest there was demos etc why don't you allow electric vehicles into the ltns that would speed up adoption and the whole point of this is clean air right so yeah. that your children are not breathing in clean air uh, you know, yeah, diesel yeah. fumes out there the answer was brakes he told me he was telling me about brake particles and they're harmful to our children Off and brake pads brake pads okay. yeah what chance have we got you know it's like you you, you give them an option uh, all right, let electric taxis in. You know, at least you're servicing the elderly, you know, the yeah. disabled. Purpose, what's what the purpose-built vehicle is for? Oh, well, no, because you've got a petrol generator in that vehicle. Well, yeah, but it's still... But the thing is, we're not banned from any of those roads. We just can't access those roads through the gates, yeah. You, if you want to get fifty yards up that road, you have to go around three or four other roads and come in from the other way. You can still drive down them. You can't Not all of them. You can't in Island, and you can't in Hackney, I believe, because they've got cameras up. 
Whereas the LCN in Enfield uh, on the Lakes Estate, that one is okay. You can drive in and out of that one. You just can't right. go through and use it as a rat run. You can access it and drop people off. That's the way they should be. If they're going to have them, that's the way they should be, in my opinion. Yeah, but even the ones in Islington, like the one off, the ones off Southgate Road between Southgate Road and Essex Road, you can get to every you can get part. In, you can get into it. Yes, you, you just, just have, have to, to take a long in, route. You either have to go in from Southgate Road and out, yep. or in from Essex Road. Well, what and about out. the one off Packing Street? Yeah, and that's got you a can't bas- get in. That's there, got a camera. And the, on Elmore Street, that's got a camera. Well, how do people no, drive to their properties? For going through it, going you can't, you can't go through it. But you, I we've had loads of PCNs in. from Hackney think, yeah, and Islington through. Go, through some, I don't think you can fleet. actually right. go so, in. So how do people get? Well, get if argument. you live there, if you live there, you get dispensation to obviously have your car there. You you, you register with them and they let, allow you in. That's how what I believe. It's not. Every, you're right in what you're saying because some of them you can drop off and get inside, but. Some of them you can't. I think you're talking and about you don't two, know. two different things. I'm a bit confused. LTNs. You know, I know the LTNs, but there are some that are plant pot blocked. That's right. Right. Uh, there are you, ones or them ones. Them ones you uh, go around. You just have to go around yes. or go and in. I think that's what you was talking about, Liam. Yeah. The ones in South Carolina. We can you can get every part of it. But there's some where you there's just cameras. Can't get through that bit. The other ones with cameras. Cameras won't have plant pots. No, that's right. It, but they'll have signs up saying don't drive through me. And they're enforced with cameras and they're yeah. catching people out. Yeah. Oh, right. but Money spinners. Mostly Islington. It's mostly yeah. Islington. If yeah. you can read the signs, it's, yeah. you should be not going through but it. This is all from COVID. They got this money. Every council got allocated some money to make uh, them be able to uh, have car-free zones. Yeah. And now COVID is over. They've all turned them back to normal, haven't they? No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's where it's like the pavements on Regent Street. Mm. They've widened them. They said that was for social distancing. Well, we don't need social distancing anymore. Yep. So let's have the bus lanes back and free up all that traffic. Do you know what the worst thing for me was? Them, them blue, uh, what are they call uh, bollard things. Oh, yeah, that were, were <laughs> walking lanes. So you have got walking lanes because, like you said, social distancing. So people they want, and there's some of them are still there. Yeah. You yeah. still got that one on Borough, Borough High Street. I've, I'm sure they're still there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that, and, and then uh, the other Warwick one. Way. Oh, and. Also, you've got the under the Euston underpass. They've just taken that out, so that's, that's back to normal now. But the what chaos, the chaos. Well, in Kensington High Street as well, they put one in. They put they? one in there. They took that back. But that's out. a bike lane, not a walking lane. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. The walking lanes were. I mean, if ridiculous. I, it's got to be an argument. I don't know whether it would work. I don't know how it. Could, but people cycle to work and they cycle home from work. They there's there's very few that cycle all day long, right? Yeah, yeah. So. There's got to be an argument, or surely with the technology we got and the facilities we got, make the bus uh, uh, the cycle lane like a bus lane. Timed. Yeah. Seven o'clock well, is a cycle lane. Yeah. Right, you up go to down. work, you cycle to work, you park your bike up, and then at four o'clock in the afternoon you cycle home. But between 10 o'clock and four o'clock, that is a traffic lane. Mm. Look at Park Lane. Like, I know it's an old, but there's never any bikes on it because they're all cycling in the park. Yeah. Right, but it causes gridlock and it, it, it's got a knock-on effect all the way down to Hyde Park Corner now. Mm. Make that so the people can all cycle to work in the morning or down, uh, down the embankment and then open it up. Like you said, bollards. Or some yeah. old geezer, like a caretaker, opens up the barrier at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It would make sense, but obviously I think the people that are doing all these changes are cyclists. Of course. Yeah. Um, and their perspective is single-mindedly uh, well, upon... Well, I, I, I had this exact conversation with a guy who was a cyclist and it, it was a... It was a good conversation. And he said, yeah, but sometimes I work late. And I said, well, how late? He said, well, sometimes I work till 10, 11 o'clock at night. I said, well, you can cycle on the road then because there's no cars. Yeah. yeah, but that might put me off. I said, but you're talking about you, one person, the whole 
thousands of cyclists and, and car users and you and maybe three or four others. Yes. And he said, oh, but that would put me off. And he's like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, but it would put us off and it's this. And I was like, no, we're going to have to... Well, it, it disagree. Won't, yeah, because enough people are still not enough, but a few people still cycle along Euston Road. People that want to use it, why well, they not? Well, you get the one who says, moment. "I don't have to use the cycle lane if I don't want to." Oh, the amount that go down Park Lane. Yeah, is I mean, is that is that even allowed? I don't yeah, want to use they the cycle lane. So they want. Can, oh, it's in the highway code, isn't it? They can go wherever they want. They don't have to wear a crash helmet. They don't have to use the cycle lane, but it's there <laughs> for their. You know, I mean, I don't. I very rarely. I like cyclists. I, I. I I'm for him. I think oh, yeah. my bicycle is yeah, great. Yeah. Same. I, cycled, I cycled in lockdown. You know, mm. um, can't be against it. Can you? No, you know, uh, we pick up cyclists when they've got punctures and things like that. And a lot of cy- I've I've never got many issues with cyclists. I've never had any real arguments with cyclists on the road. You know, um, but this oh, lobbying and this and this um, this lobbying and this constant uh, road space war, it's got to stop. Mm. It's got to be some kind of the problem is sensibility th- th- here. The, the, your lunatic fringe cyclists, like there is your your lunatic fringe cab drivers, yeah, and, and they're the ones that get the most airtime. Yes, you know your man in Regent's Park yesterday. What's his name? Oh, Mickey. Cycle, cycle Mickey. Did you see that? Did I see it? Jumped. Oh my word! One that jumped on the because they've got the because because he goes round filming drivers on their phones and he grasses them up to the plod. Basically, yes. that's what he does. That's his aim in life. It's on his bio on Twitter. I've caught a thousand people. And uh, Range Rover come round on the wrong side of the road, and he was in Regent's Park in a circle. Is it in a circle? Yeah, out circle. Out circle. Um, and he had his camera. He had his selfie stick, and he walked out in the road and jumped on his bonnet. And the car wouldn't move. It just took him along really slowly. It was like one mile an hour, and it went to court um, because he was trying to do him for running him over. Basically, yeah, running yeah. him over, which he didn't. He got off, um, but. The guy that was driving was an agent. Uh, uh, was he a football agent or an actor agent? Something like Acting that, yeah. agent, um, and he had a barrister, and he defended himself, and he said, Mickey jumped on his bonnet on purpose. Yeah. He walked in the road, started filming him, and jumped on his and bonnet. he was even tapping was, his windscreen was, with his yeah, selfie stick. Even though well. he was illegally driving on the wrong side of the road, that was a different matter. Um, and ironically, someone was filming Mickey jumping on his bonnet so someone was filming mickey whereas yeah. mickey always or mikey or whatever is always filming somebody else so ironically he got caught by his own technique. guy was found not guilty and the whole of the cabbie twitter trade is now like no 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 you know well, yeah. we got your back yeah sort of thing why was he he was mainly catching he wasn't a cabbie this was a, a range rover a, it was a range rover, rover yeah um, it was an agent and i think he was an acting agent driving on the wrong side of the road i don't think is illegal uh, on the side of a bollard. Yeah, so if you come bollard. down the outer circle to the gates, yep. um, and he wanted to go right onto. Oh, the, he went the other side of a. So he went the other yeah, side yeah, of the bollard. Yeah, okay, yeah. that is illegal. The traffic was backing. But up. he traffic got backed up, and he was in a rush. He wanted to get to his physio. Ah, okay. He wanted to get to his physio. But he, so uh, he got darling, yeah. three points, or he got a slap for yeah, he got that. For that. Yeah. yeah, But he got let off for. He the got found not guilty on the other thing because he was vigilante. He was trying to be vigilante. What did Mickey get found guilty of? Because he just he. Must be a public nuisance. No, he was sort. prosecuting okay. the guy, so he the prosecuting didn't stand up. So whether he got done for yeah, wasting, probably have to pay costs then. Yeah, so. but yeah. he kind of shot his reputation a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has a reputation. He has oh, a reputation. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, called exactly. Lampard, Rich Guy Richie. Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple of other people. Yeah, but a lot of cab drivers as well. He's got a lot of cab drivers on their phones, which actually, you know, 
reinforces the fact of how important your badge is. And you, if you see, you, you keep seeing him catching people. You think, I shouldn't be on my phone. Don't be I on think your phone. If, if it's on a cradle, you a cradle, you're all right. You're all right on a cradle. Yeah. You mustn't touch people, it. No, you're all right to touch it on a, in a cradle for certain reasons. You can still get done for dangerous driving. Are you if sure? You can I did watch a barrister on YouTube saying on the new law, it, in the cradle, you just cannot touch it. It must all be voice activated. You can touch it, but you get the same punishment of dangerous driving. So if you get caught, you have an accident, a collision, they'll check your phone records. And if you were tapping your phone at the time, that's dangerous. So don't tap it when you're moving, but, tap it when you're if, stationary. Yeah, but if, you, if you're if you going along, you, you use your cradle, say if you're accepting a, a job on an app, you'll tap your phone. That's acceptable. That's completely acceptable. It's no different to turning your heaters on, is it? So exactly. You, it isn't no different, but my understanding it. was you're, you're not allowed control. to touch it. You're not, you, yeah. So I, I, it's edit, ambiguous. when I edit the video, I'm going to put out here, Dean was right. <laughs> so, oh, it's Paul ambiguous. Was, was right. It's very ambiguous. You right. need to do, you maybe watch some other stuff, not just that one thing. That I one watched barrister. The, the barrister give the whole breakdown of, mm. of that particular situation. Yeah. But um, the bottom line is don't, surely if you, I, I saw a cabbie a while back on the phone. Oh yeah. I've seen and loads. I'm like, what are you doing? There's no excuse. You know what? You, in, is it in, six points, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. you, when you can have a, you can I mean, a wire or Bluetooth or a speaker, yes. cab driver's license. And, and if you're yeah. new, a new driver, the punishment was different, was it? Yeah, something like that. So I think yes. put the law up for that. Well, we were speaking about yeah, with Steve on the other podcast yep. when he was saying that you can lose yes. your license you're, for seven years. Yeah, That still hasn't been sorted out, as far as I know. That's still What's there. That that six point thing. If, you get, if you've already got six points and you get another six for something like phones, you can lose your bill for seven years. That's what I mean. So that, which, but is, does that apply to bus drivers and ambulance drivers as well? I don't Probably know. because the, the bus driver, the most serious would be ourselves because we're self-employed. The bus driver is just a job that they're doing, aren't they? And he can lose his. But job he's also uh, public transport, isn't he? So, yes. you know, it's got to be. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So the so punishment for him we, driving. We're doing that, and we lose, and we get six points, and yeah. then we lose our license. You know, okay, but yeah. it's the bus drivers were doing it. It's got to be across the board, isn't it's it? Surely, yeah. it's the same regulator. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? How difficult is it to drive now without getting a PCN? It's twenty mile an hour speed limits everywhere. Bus lanes that are not, tax. You have to always read to see if taxes are exempt yeah. from the bus lane. Or I not, think with that you kind of get used. To, I mean, touch wood. I haven't had one for a while. Me neither. Touch wood. But it is. You got a customer talking to you, and you're like, "Oh, sorry," like, or, yeah. or you, you know, you're looking. It, it can. Going down the street, you shouldn't, is the one for me. I think I got done going through Charterhouse Square um, because it's a timed school one. Oh, well, that and little... I didn't, I, you know, oh, right. I didn't even realise. I didn't know it had been in place. And it's a road you've driven down a million times before, and I never even thought about it. just went through. So you cut through or you went into the square to drop someone off? No, I cut through, come out of Carthusian Street. Onto, uh, and that has got a timed yeah, school Yeah, for an, an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon. You can't I got done that. doing the got, little... You know the little slip off that takes you to the hotel, mm. and it says, "Yeah, you know, I, I, I was cheeky, and I got a letter. I didn't get a fine. They said this is your first offence for this. If you do it again, you get a fine." Right. Yeah. But, well, I, I got the PCM for that, and there are signs there, massive signs. But I think where you're so used to driving down yeah, the same yeah. road, so now it is a case of I am so conscious, conscious of signs wherever I go now. So when you get a so. photo off of him, 
and you yeah. think, oh, no, yeah, what I know I when done? it comes through photo, and then when it's just something, you feel, oh, oh, God, that just cost me. I, I would say as well, I got off that PCM because the form was filled in wrong, <laughs> and then Heather at the LCDC fought it for me and got me off it. So oh. <laughs> I got off, but that's great. But I, you know, well done, I, was, I was lucky; the form was filled out incorrectly. Yeah, yeah well done. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it is hard, or you creep into a box junction. Or, you know, you see the gap and someone yeah. comes from the outside and cuts in and then you're in the box junction. Oh, Yeah, you're, you're trying to keep it moving a little bit? You do that? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're just, just trying yeah. to move an inch at a time. I you can argue I never stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would well, say the, the law there is you're not meant to go across it unless the way's clear, in it? It's not, you're not meant to enter it unless mm. the... But it does happen. The way's clear. As you move forward, the car in the other lane realises yeah. his way's not and he jumps in the gap and then you're stuck. I think you've got to look at it more as a business. Like, for any guys that are doing the knowledge that are watching this, like, part of doing this job is getting PCNs. You're going to get yeah. them, especially when you first get out. Yeah. You've got to just write it off and just don't get stressed by it. The what, the hard ones are when you get points on your licence. That's when you think, oh, wow, you know, you've got to learn to yeah. abide by the speed limits. But the speed limits that are being set now, I can I can run faster than some of these speed limits. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Like it's 20 mile an creep. hour. It is easy to creep 20 up. mile an hour. But on, on, on our road. cabs, we got the And then up. you... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But then you get you go up Marylebone Road, some of them are 20, some of them are 30, it changes, it changes, it changes. Then you get onto the Westway and you've got three lanes and you've got to do... Th I got caught on there. I did. I got caught on the Westway. Doing... I think I was doing 38. What, what way? Coming in? in, in Westway. In a, in a 30. The Westway, average speed the Westway is a 30 they, mile 30 an hour. 30 mile speed. an hour. They average speed cameras. And you get that... You, you're done. They, they reduced the speed limit on the Westway because the bridge was weak. Yeah. And then they strengthened the bridge last year and they haven't put the speed limit back up. They've just kept it. There's a theme here, aren't there? What yeah. way was you going? <laughs> out or in? Out. Really? I to, yeah. yeah. I got, I got done. done coming in and I still haven't seen the camera that done me. No, because it's average speed cameras. Yeah, but I still ain't seen them. Yeah, they're there. They're there. Well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your speed on that, Mark? I don't know, but it was... It was point. I've got three points. That's the only points I've got. Is anyone any of us sitting here that ain't on points? Obviously, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't got any You've points. You've got zero, yeah. I've never had any. I've never got three points on my licence in but, 40 years of driving. But I wow. guarantee you, Dean, you go back out on the streets full time. No, I know, yeah. You yeah, will get points or you will like have to traps do a speed set. awareness course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a few of them. Anti-driving now. It's very anti-driving in London. Mm. And, and going back to it again, it's like, it's ridiculous because you've got really old city, really old West End, and we have to share this road space with every form of transport, and the roads are not big enough. Mm. So this is why. It's and as they're simple making it smaller, that. like Liam said. They're making it smaller. Right. So, and that in itself creates a problem because if the road's smaller, the, the cyclist wants to come up your inside. You can't. You can't. I mean, first seven o'clock in the morning, right? You have a cyclist on your left, so you move slightly over to, and then there's a cyclist on your right or a scooter oh, on your right. And then that the, happens. Yeah. I had one a few months ago now. I kind of moved across, so this guy, and this guy pulled my wing mirror out. So now I can't see down the inside. It was on Park Lane, and he bombed off, and I caught him up. And I said, what, what are you doing that for? I said, but now I can't see down the inside. So when your mate comes down the inside, and I don't see him mm -hmm. and knock him off, whose fault's that, mine or yours? I said, you're gone. I and think if they want to do this, they've got to just be more organised. But I to mean, be fair to him, he said, yeah, you're right, and he, he reset it. We just need to be more organised. Like, if, I don't know if any of you have been to Amsterdam, but, you, you know, it's a cycling... Oh, I've driven it through, through Amsterdam. A cycling it is terrifying to drive through the middle of Amsterdam. It is. Oh, a, there is still a lot of cars going around there. Yes. And down all the little tiny back yes. roads as well. But you like have to really keep your wits about you. Yeah. I mean, you are... And 
uh, trams. You've got a tram. You don't know if you're not supposed to be in a tram line. You're supposed to stay in one line. Uh, the rule of thumb for me when I was driving for Amsterdam was just stick behind a car and stay behind that because he's local and he obviously knows what he's doing. But yeah. every every airport journey has to be an electric. From? From from Schiphol. It has to be electric. So every every taxi you get from Schiphol is at Tesla. Right. And if you're going back to the airport, you have to be electric. So that's how they've cleaned their air. They made it mandatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're organised. So they've got bicycle areas. They've set it all out properly. It's an old city. Amsterdam's an old city. If that's what they... I just can't see London being that organised. No, it's, it's just also, not, it's not, we're it's not, not Amsterdam. organised. Amsterdam's tiny. You can Small. walk across exactly, Amsterdam. Exactly, exactly. You can walk across Amsterdam. We're not that organised. We're trying to be like them, but we're not organised enough to be like them. So we just need to be a little bit more accepted. We need to accept all our forms of transport. It's not happening. But why you've, you've got social media and you've got people like Mickey, Mickey. jumping on bonnets, uh, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. No. Because no, he, 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 basically, he, he's in love with himself and his 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Uh, and, all right, what he's doing, what the people he's nicking are in the wrong. Yes. But as long as you've got people like him, so then you've, like you said yesterday, the, the, the Twitter sphere yesterday with cab drivers piling in on him was unbelievable, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And then you've got the cyclists protecting him, and then you've got a video of a, from a cab driver showing like, like 57 cyclists jumping a red light. But then the cyclist is going, well, why are you filming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, ne- it's nev- you're never going to be in harmony. Yeah. No good's coming of it. No. No. But getting back to lockdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we survived. So, so what I would say is also I, I still was doing, I'm a tour guide, taxi tour guide, yeah. and I was still getting your tour here and there. And I think that comes from doing something else outside yeah. of just being a taxi driver. And I know you've done the podcast with tom didn't you about yeah. doing other stuff yeah and i would say that to any taxi driver you know try and do as much many different things as you can did, and uh, it helps i did christmas tours as well I, yeah that was it? a massive thing who I've done, who, I've who done came up with that yeah. idea someone come up with it and uh, well i think us tour guides <laughs> the ones that are qualified we've always done the christmas lights yeah yeah that's yeah, something yeah. we've offered yeah 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 and i think Someone so must have said, let's people, do more. Yes, I think some people must have said, they're doing Christmas lights to us. But where we're charging a proper rate for them, all the other drivers, were, I'm not having to go to the other drivers for doing this. They yeah. were doing them for like 100 quid. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously they weren't earning any other money. It has to go do, hand in hand. doing with, one of them a day. Or and the irony was, you couldn't get around the West End for taxis no. doing lights to us. Couldn't yeah, pull yeah, up anyway. Yeah. It was mental. It was you great. You need to tell me people get in a taxi and go around Oxford Street and Regent Street to look at Christmas lights. Yeah. New Bond Street, really. Yeah. I was picking up from. It was epic because you could, <laughs> it was unreal, Dean. Honestly, because you could do it because yeah. they was part of the bubble. So one of the rule were the rule was that you was allowed to stay as a bubble as a family. So you went to their house. Was they allowed out of the cab? Strictly speaking, no. But as, I don't know. They might have been at those times. The shops were open, weren't they? There was there, there was there ambiguity was, about this, yeah. and there was a row about it. I remember there being a row about it, and I remember it all kicking off at one point because mm. people were going, "Oh, they're going to grass us," and you know, like it just carried on. We just did it. I mean, I did quite a few. You, think, you really went for it on the yeah, Christmas tours. You done loads. really well on them. But I think I remember all the I stories. Think it came out. I think McNamara sort of said, "Look, as long as you." sensible and yeah. you get out and have a photo of a Christmas tree yeah. and then you get back in and go yeah. then no one's going to kick off if you start running up and down the street holding the hands and that they're different yeah I did you, oh, you, you I were, did 30 you, you were the main man I did 30 odd in the first year and I only did wow. it I did one for a girl I know 
as a favour, and it was my wife. She said, oh, go and do it, do it. And I went, I don't want to. And I, did I remember it. getting you to do it as well. I remember mm. pushing you about that. And I did a little bit more. I did kind of what Liam does and went a little bit historical yeah. on that. Unqualified, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got a good review on Facebook, and I, I ended up doing loads. Now I, you've hit something else, because the Facebook seemed to have been a big benefit to oh, yeah. a lot of cabbies. Yeah, yeah people getting advertised their services, yeah. They? Yeah. running people into town and stuff. And, yeah. and when, when I was getting a lot of drivers ringing me up week to week, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm not getting enough, da-da-da. And I was saying to them, talk to your customers. If you get a customer in, find out if you can do that journey again. Yeah. Find out if, you, if they're going to the same place regularly. Speak to your customers. Got cards? Yeah. Give, them, give cards out on every job, every single job. And it started, and people, and I know you did, you, you've still got a customer from the lockdown. Um, yeah. Australian? What's his name? I'm not saying. It's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, um, but um, you 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 told me some stories. I mean, it's fantastic. You know, like I pick him up every day, and I've done for yeah two years. Yeah, oh, wow. and that was from lockdown. And, and I his, know and his family. Yep. And so his, many other yeah, so yeah. many other um, drivers done the same thing. And I'm not saying I encouraged all of them because a lot of them were doing it anyway, but a lot of them weren't. And yeah. guys were telling me, oh, I've got this regular job. So I was telling other guys, look, so-and-so did this, try this, and it worked. You had to think differently. It really so, worked. So, whereas, you, and I did it, what day did I ring you? Wednesday. I'd, about that job up to the Bishop's Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you've, you thought differently in the sense that you take people to their destination, and whereas before you went, see ya, bye, yeah, yeah. I, I would say to them, think about a return. How long are you going to be? Mm. Oh, and I took a girl out to Ealing and she was doing a dog training course. She said, I'll be 45 minutes. I said, all right, I'll be here when you come back. Oh, I can't afford waiting time. Don't worry no, about that. It. Yeah. I'll go and get a cup of coffee and I'll be here. Oh, okay. And and I still do it now. Yes, it, it's it, a good, it's just good idea look. now, yes. Just, whereas before, right, thanks, bye, bosh. I yeah. had a job in the week. I told Paul about it that, that worked well. But, you, yeah. yeah, you just got to slightly move your... You know, you're, you're, you're telling everybody this little top tip, really, in a yeah. sense, because you take someone anywhere that's a, a government building or whatever, that's a little bit out further. You know that they're in there for a meeting or they're in there for a, in and out delivering documents, and they're going to come out and hope to flag down another taxi yeah. that's passing. Yeah. Um, or get on an app and get one. Yeah. Yeah, it's top tip. I mean, and, what? And especially now it's busy. Yeah. Now we've gone through all this, and now it's got really busy. People are worried about getting a cab now. It's gone from one extreme to the other. Mm. So if they can hold on to a cab, they yeah. will. Yeah, like, yeah. I've had it loads. Well, can I can I keep you? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and they're happy to like, pay the waiting time. It's it's gone from one extreme to the other, you know, which is fantastic for us. And a lot of it was born out of lockdown. A lot of it was born out of lockdown. Yeah. Using our apps, realizing that actually you can get use uh, get an electric taxi on an app. Oh, right, you know. And it's been. Yeah. I think in the end, it's turned the corner for us. Not to get know? onto the electric taxis too much, but what is the percentage that we're running at at the moment for electric taxis on TXs? Uh, what uh, on the fleet on the on the yeah, wider I mean, fleet? No, in in terms of London now, the I you're seeing more and more electric taxis now. How many years do we have before there's no TX fours left? Um, oh, quite a while. Um, but um, people are actually coming out of them earlier now, aren't they? So there's ten years left on some of these TX fours in yeah. terms of licensing. Yeah. So at the moment, the O nines, the fifty eights, and the O nines are coming off, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of them kind of come off this year and next year. Will they all get replaced? I do not know. Mm. Um, but you've got just under 7,000 TXEs now, yep. which has been sold from LEVC. They're not all in London, but most of them, I would say probably 95% of them are in London. Yeah. And you've got about 9,000 
combination of TX4 and Mercedes. Okay. And so they're still the majority, but it's getting, it's coming right. like, it's going like that. And price-wise, what is one year's plate worth now on a cab? <sighs> I would say retail, about 3000 3000 a year. Back to good yeah. levels now. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that dropped dramatically in lockdown because people weren't buying and selling cabs, yeah. but that's gone back to great levels now for, for, for yeah. So if there's a cab for sale at the moment with a year left on its plate, it should be about three grand. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Two years, six grand. Yeah, yeah. And so on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I we've done an hour and 13 minutes. Brilliant. Um, it was... Um, it went quick. Yeah. Lovely. I don't know what we'll... Um, I'm going to cut most of it out and it'll just be me in the uh, final edit. <laughs> Better than the last one we got. <laughs> uh,